Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Casting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The score! Scoreboard update. From the Chicago Wolves update studio, here's what's happening. Chiefs, Chiefs kicked a 27-yard field goal with just eight seconds remaining to complete the comeback. Take down the Eagles 38-34 in Super Bowl 57. Patrick Mahomes, your MVP with three passing touchdowns. Tonight on the score, 6-15, the Bulls will be hosting the Magic. On Saturday, they fell to the Cavs 97-89, dropping the Bulls to 10th place in the East. The Bulls blew a 13-point lead. Northwestern took down number one Purdue 64-58. It's the first time in school history that they beat the AP number one team in college basketball. And the Cubs and White Sox, pitchers and catchers, they report this week on the 15th. And the position players are due to report on the 20th. Blackhawks back on the ice Tuesday against the Canadians up north. Saturday, it's Hockey Night in Chicago, and the Chicago Wolves play at the All-State Arena this Saturday against the Cleveland Monsters. Get your tickets for Saturday's Star Wars Night at ChicagoWolves.com. This hour also brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. Tom Thayer, Chicago Bears radio analyst. There was one time we were playing Tampa short yards goal line. I was in the end zone waiting for Harbaugh to throw me the ball. Instead of throwing the ball, he ran it in. And I go, Jim, you could have padded your stats by throwing me a one-yard pass. He goes, I know, but I thought you'd drop it. (laughs) You think you had good hands? I I know I did. 41-12. Look at these things. 1985 Super Bowl champion. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, Hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Orleans. Tom Thayer with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Bears. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Zach Zaidman in for Mully today. And we are talking Super Bowl. And we are talking to our next guest about the Super Bowl. And all guests appear on the Score Hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And Tom Thayer. We were both wrong about the Eagles, but what a game it was. A terrific Super Bowl lived up to the hype. How are you doing this morning, Tom? I'm doing good. Yeah, I was wrong. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a better. 
just because of the fact that you kind of look at the game and you hear everything about it leading up to it, and then you form an opinion. And um, unfortunately, when uh, Jalen Hurts tried to transition the ball from his left hand to his right hand, it slipped out of his grip, and then he kicked it. And the next thing you know, that Kansas City's taking advantage of it, where I, you know, turning that into points right when that may have been the difference maker of the game. But uh, there's a lot of other factors that, you know, you know that uh, factored in the, resu- the end result of this game. The biggest thing that everyone was talking about afterwards was the third and eight call on James Bradbury, the defensive holding. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, gosh. I, you know, um, I don't know. I guess if you're going to call things by the definition of the rules, then, you know, maybe, ah, God, you know, I don't, I don't know, because it, it wasn't as egregious. He didn't adjust his path. He didn't make a difference. If you look at the end result of the flight of the football, I don't know if the, de- the receiver would have been in position no matter what type of technique the defensive back played. Um, you know, again, that's one play. I think there it's more of a, the defense being totally out of position when those two exterior passes that Mahomes threw and no one was even aware of that could be a possibility. Uh, they had the, you know, pass rushers that were uh, kind of useless because they had a, like the first one was a little bit of a play action. And then the second one, they ran to the opposite side of the field. So, you know, we can probably sit here and decide dissect every single play and how it factored in the game. But uh, Andy Reid did a really nice job of calling plays. Um, the Philadelphia defensive pass rush was underwhelming. The right tackle for Kansas City did a great job. And so they didn't gain any early advantage or early confidence that Philadelphia could repeatedly do the same thing. And then, you know, Kansas City just uh, had a nice organized game plan and took advantage of it all game. And, Tom, I was most surprised, I think, at the – Eagles' lack of a pass rush. And I wonder if one of these factors is related to the other. Zero sacks of Patrick Mahomes, and I don't even think he was pressured that often. And then you look at the Chiefs, 158 rushing yards. When you run the football, you offset a a pass rush, and I just don't think Hassan Reddick and company were as big of a factor as I expected them to be. No, you know, that's a defense that wants to rush the passer. You know, they'll play first and second down, get themselves into a third and significant so they can rush the passer. And that was never the case. And then Patrick Mahomes is so dynamic that he keeps you off balance even if you think that you have an advantage one way or the other, whether it's a scrambling and throwing the ball while he's he's falling down or has a big rush after he hurts his ankle or, you know, whatever the case is – you know, Patrick Mahomes and what he's going to do throughout the remainder of his career, it's going to be fun to watch for some young NFL fans or young sports fans out there because what the guy's 27, he's won two Super Bowls. He could play another eight or nine years um, and you no know, telling what can happen, but it's always going to be about, you know, the next head coach of Kansas City after Andy. And I'm not kicking him out the door. I'm just saying – there's a lot that's going to happen throughout Mahomes' career. Can you give us an idea, Tom, because you, you mentioned Andy Reid's play calling as a major factor. In the first half, uh, the Eagles were the team that dominated. They were up by 10 heading into the locker room. And then in the second half, things changed dramatically for the Chiefs, and they scored on every possession they had. What changed from a play calling standpoint? 
Uh, they ran the ball a little bit more often than Philadelphia probably expected. And then they said, okay, if Patrick Mahomes' ankle is dinged up a little bit, maybe we can put him in a retreat position like Tampa did a couple of years ago. But again, you, you know, you got to, you have to credit the offensive line and on all of the blockers on Kansas city, because they just never let Philly get to that um, position where they felt they could do one thing perfectly and take advantage of it throughout the remainder of the game throughout the second half. You know, Philly, they just never, nothing, there, there was just they just never had any clear advantage in, in, in any element from special teams to the offense and defensive line play to you know to the other big playmakers. So I I just think that I th- I still think Jalen Hurts can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but I think it was like six thirty you were talking how you know the de- you know the quarterback position no matter how great of a runner you are you have to be a thrower in order to get your team into that position. So, Tom, at the end of the game, at the two-yard line, Jarek McKinnon goes down, and it was the right play. It was the smart play, and it allowed the Chiefs to bleed the clock to the point where you didn't give them the ball back after scoring a touchdown. How difficult, number one, is that for Jarek McKinnon to do in the Super Bowl, in the fourth quarter, under those circumstances, or is that just assumed to be a smart football play? He's going to do it anyway. No, I, I think it was talked about. I think, you know, they ran to the exterior of the field, and you could see as soon as he came close to the sideline, he had no intentions of getting out of bounds or even crossing the goal line. So he had a, you know, a harmless slide to conclude the play and um, super smart uh pre you know just letting everybody know we're going to control the clock we're not going to worry about putting extra points on the board and I think it was a a super smart decision but you know it had to be a preemptive strike they had to make sure that they told everybody in the huddle okay this is the play we're going to run if you do have an outside lane just get as many yards as you can and then slide and let this clock keep running and so I I just think it was a smart football uh, you know beforehand Back in the day when Tom and I used to talk before games on the field at at Soldier Field, a lot of those conversations would take place with with Greg Olson, and he would always talk about how slippery the the grass was at at Soldier Field and and finding the the right footing. And I bring that up because there was this one shot last night where you saw on the Eagles sideline a whole bunch of cleats piled up on one of their equipment boxes, and then they went to Aaron Andrews and they asked her like what the Chiefs are doing. And she said, no one's changed shoes on, on on the Chiefs sideline. Why was the grass so slippery, Tom? And how much who gets impacted the most when that's the case? It, it's where, you know, first of all, you have to understand every, every step that you're you're gonna take during the course of a game. And it's about you maintaining and controlling your balance. Make sure your feet are underneath your body. So, you know, yeah, there may be so. you know, I, I, we played on fields before that they were so heavily painted on the, on the, um, in the center of the field and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it became slippery, but you know, Greg was a whiner about that his whole career about the field as so, you know, the, the, the conditions that soldier field and all that. And yeah. So, uh, Zach, out of all the plays that were run, how many plays are we talking about players slipping? You know, a couple. And then sometimes when you get yourself out of position and you're not in a, a good position where your cleats are on the ground, 
Yeah. And then you look at the construction of the cleats themselves. You look at the, the under molded body, uh, under molded body of the amount of cleats they have. And then the edges of all the cleats are hard plastic. You get yourself where you're trying to push on one cleat, then you're, you're, you have more hard plastic on the field surface than you do cleats and you are going to fall. So I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in, in blaming the field uh, for you falling down. That's a you problem. That's not a field problem. <laughs> so Tom, when you look at what the chiefs did defensively to uh, survive, I suppose you give up 35 points and I don't know if you come out of it thinking, boy, we did exactly what we wanted to do. <laughs> well, how much credit does the chief pass rush deserve for what they did in the second half, or maybe how uncomfortable they kept Jalen Hurts at different times. Again, the numbers say otherwise, but the Chiefs' defense rose up when it needed to rise up. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I think that, you know, just make sure that you try to contain Jalen Hurts. Not necessarily let's get abusive sacks time and time again. Let's just put him in a position where he has to get the ball out of his hands. And then if he's got to get the ball out of his hands, don't open up running lanes. Because what was that, fourth and five, when that uh, uh, Philly ran the ball with Jalen Hurts? And that's what you don't want to become susceptible to. So I think they had a nice game plan of contain and control. Don't let them get the big play and make the Philly offense out there for as many plays as possible. I don't think they ran the ball very well. They had a couple plays that they called to the inter- against the interior of the defense of Kansas City that allowed that really nullified the play, and then they put him in a uh, position where they did have to throw the ball. And, it, and then Steve Spagnuolo knew the defensive coordinator of Kansas City knew what type of rush to put out there, and so um, I, I think there was a plan that was formulated as much to keep Jalen Hurts down as much as anybody else on that in the team, and then you know, have um, strong coverage downfield and challenge Jalen to throw the ball in some really tight coverage opportunities. Tom, we always hear after a championship is won in football, hey, it's a copycat league. And we talked about this earlier, David and I did. One of the questions that, that we asked earlier was, what is the lesson of the 2023 season for the 31 other teams who didn't get a chance to do what the Chiefs did last night. Is there a lesson to be learned from that? Can anyone do what what the Chiefs were able to do because of the special personnel that they have? Exactly, Zach. You, you finished my thought. Is the special personnel they have. If Ryan Poles can go out there with the assets he has this year and add six or seven players to the mix that are – young guys that have years ahead of them that can turn this team around with a couple of strong drafts, then, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see what happens after that. But it's about the, the front office making uh, personnel moves that make the, the entire roster stronger. And when you look at what Philly has aboard and for how many years they'll have, and you look at Kansas City when they went out and signed Patrick Mahomes to the length of contract that they have there, and how the special players on each of these rosters can make the supporting cast around them better. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be going out there and investigating uh, personnel and, you know, trying to hit on a couple of free agents, trying to um, hit on a couple of undrafted players. And then the players that you um, 
designate as draftable and then you pick them, they got to come in here and be players. And so I, I think that's going to be the challenge of every single general manager, offense and defensive coordinator out there. And you talk about shrewd moves. The Chiefs went out and they took on the challenge of Kadarius Toney from the Giants. He was a troubled player in New York. They wanted to get rid of him. They said, okay, we'll take a chance because this is what we, what happens when players come to Kansas City. They thrive. They find a role for them. Tom, I, I don't know if it was great coaching and in, in a schematic design by Dave Tobe on that punt return, which is the longest in Super Bowl history, huh. or it was just a great athletic play by Tony, but it was a huge play by a guy who was written off by another team and an example of the kind of front office maneuvering you're talking about. Yeah, you know, it, that wasn't the, the designated point of return. He was able to readjust the field and then get out to the exterior because all the all the tacklers on that team, they were already pressuring towards where to, where the ball was going to land and where Tony was going to try to turn it upfield. And then he took advantage of a lot of second and third level players being out of position and then used the speed and uh, gifted ability to beat him around the corner. And you saw him turn into what? So when you look at Tony, you think about what he went through last year with Joe judge, you know, the guy was a bad coach. He led a bad organization. He was fighting with his assistant coach during the course of the year. And here's a young guy in a football atmosphere that is so dysfunctional. It doesn't make it fun to come to work. And so he, I probably didn't, um, you know, be emotionless during the course of the season. And they said, well, this guy's not going to be the player we intended him to be. Let's get him out of here. I think that's more of a problem of the head coach than it was uh, Tony himself. But it was a wise decision by the Chiefs to take all that into account. Look, at when you looked at this guy in the combine and you looked at him through his college career and you understood this moves and the, the talent that he did have, if you put him in more of a positive working atmosphere – where the quarterback is the most influential player on the football team and not saying anything against Daniel Jones, but he didn't have the season that he did this year. Now you're talking about players need to be investigated if they're in a bad working atmosphere to ultimately see what, what they have. You look at Hassan Reddick, you know, what he did hit throughout his early portion of his career and what he's done with Philly in the, in this, you know, the second half of his career. And, you know, he's kind of in that, in that same boat. He was unproductive and now he had a season unlike a lot of other guys. What was your favorite commercial? <laughs> My favorite commercial. I thought the, um, the uh, Ben Affleck of the Dunkin' Donuts one, I know it was under, but when he asked that guy, Hey, do you recognize me? And I don't think it was an actor. Like, I didn't know who it was. See, Tom, I, to you, that's I, the Ben Affleck commercial. To me, it's the J-Lo commercial. <laughs> right. Well, you know, when you look at the comp, I think they bought a house yesterday for $34.5 million. So wow. I think the two, the two of them have to combine their salaries. That's why you both needed to work the commercial. No kidding. <laughs> That's funny. There were some good ones, though. O overall, Tom, before we let you go, obviously, you, Zach asked you about the takeaway, and, and, and there's every team asking that in, in every NFL city this morning except for Kansas City. When you looked specifically, though, at the quarterbacks, how often did you ask yourself, well, if Jalen Hurts can do that, Justin Fields sure can do that next year because of the similarities – in style, athleticism, stuff we talked about last week when you were in. Last night, did you find any reason for hope or that maybe you didn't think um, existed before the game and you saw Jalen Hurts and you thought, okay, 
Justin Fields is on that path. I, I do believe that Justin is on that path. And I think a lot, you know, this will be an interesting, you know, so now the offensive coordinator of Philadelphia is going to be hired as the head coach by Indianapolis. So now the offensive coordinator that they bring into Philly, does he try to, re, does he try to change everything or change little things, terminology and stuff within the offense that Jalen Hurts is back to square one? Or are they going to tell this offensive coordinator, listen, you have to know our system so Jalen Hurts doesn't have to change anything about him? And that's the thing, the key ingredient to the growth process of Justin is being in the same terminology two years in a row by Luke Getze that the terminology saying in the huddle, what it means, what you see across the field, it becomes second nature. And now you're not thinking, you're, you're just reacting. And so – I, I think that's a key ingredient to watch uh, Jalen going forward. But if Justin has the luxury in the NFL to stay in the same system for a couple of years, I think he's capable of the same thing. Now, Justin also, if he can improve his accuracy from passes that go zero to 10 yards, that's going to improve him significantly. And it's the, you know, the shortest amount of distance of passes, but um that's the one thing that he has to improve on the most. And a lot of that has to do with reading the defense uh, during the cadence and understanding exactly what you're, you said in the huddle and how it factors into what you know, the defense you're seeing. And the point you just made, Tom, is what Justin Fields made all throughout last week at, at Media Row. He talked about how he needs to be better with the, the, the short stuff underneath, getting better, making the routine plays routinely, and he talked about being calm amid chaos when, when the rush comes, something that we saw from Jalen Hurts yesterday. How do you get better? Because you talked about it. A lot of it is just being able to quickly understand and process what you're seeing. How do you get better at that? He's got to trust his protection first and foremost. If they come out and they give up another 50-sack season, it could be as harmful as to Justin Fields as anything throughout his football career. So it's the, the obligation and the ability of the offensive line to sustain protection. And then – also, like I said, understanding the terminology and how it factors in in every pass that he calls and knowing exactly where the vulnerabilities lie within that protection. So it's kind of a twofold scenario, though, scenario there. It's, you know, pr- get the protection provided according to the length of the route that you called in the huddle. And then the understanding during the course of the cadence, you know, where is your strength and weaknesses coming from? Tom, thanks so much for your insight. Have a great day. We appreciate it. All right, guys. See you later. Tom Thayer, the great Bears radio analyst, giving his thoughts on the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl commercials. His favorite was the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I think that's a good one. I like Binky Dad. I think there might have been a couple others I could mention. Zach, I'm sure you have thoughts on what your favorite commercial uh, was. Well, you know, a lot was made of the look that J-Lo gave Ben Affleck yeah. at the Grammys. Right. And now we understand why. I mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he was out way too long working at Dunkin' Donuts. What was your favorite commercial and why? 312-644-6767. We'll break down the game, of course, but we also want to talk about some of the things surrounding the game that were a lot of fun to experience on Super Bowl Sunday. It's Molly and Haw. Zach is in for Molly. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Dunkin' and New Special. Dunkin' Run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this inexpensive and good? Pretty no sugar. I'm just gonna have to just give you ten munchkins. You look a little lost. One second, I'm trying to find the bagels. Do I look familiar? Oh. Should I be in it or you want I just want you. a self-portrait? What are you doing here? Curse me if I'm Is like this pose. what you do when you say you're going to work all day? I, I gotta go, guys. Grab me a glaze. <laughs> Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. Zach's in for Molly. We're talking. Super Bowl commercials here and pivoting away from the game for just for a, a little bit because it was fun. These commercials, I I don't know if they lived up to the hype. I'm not I wasn't that familiar with the hype, but I like that one you heard from Dunkin' Donuts, Ben Affleck and, and J Lo, who stole the show, I think, with her line at the end. My favorite though, well, I'll ask you your favorite first because I am very mixed. I had a, a lot of favorites. I thought they did this year. A very good job in a, in a lot of different ways. So I had a, I had a couple that I, I keep going back and forth on. I had two right. that, that stood out outside of the the J Lo Affleck one. Uh, Uber one with Diddy was absolutely fantastic. You want me to do a jingle? Oh, it's not a jingle. One hit for Uber one. No, that sounds like a jingle to me. Diddy don't do jingles. We're talking about a hit song. Want a hit? Uber one can save you on rides and eats. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. That's cool. What else we got? Uber one saves you forever. Rides and eats. Save on whatever. Okay, Donna. Your milkshakes cost way less than before. This membership is better. Hey, are you like milkshakes? How does the fox save Uber, 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 Uber one? Oh, ho, ho. Don't do that. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. If that's your favorite, I can't argue with that one. 
I think everybody's got. You said there was another one that was competing so for it. It's between the top spot. that one and David. I think you're a rock star. Hey, corporate types, will you stop calling each other rock stars? You're a rock star. You are a rock star. Rock stars, please. You know what it takes to be a rock star? I've trashed hotel rooms in 43 countries. I was on the road since I was 16. I've done my share of bad things. Also, your share of bad things. Besides being funny, that what makes us so funny and well done is that it was it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. It's such an overused term. Oh man, he's a rock star. No matter what the industry is, that is the new term. It's overused by, oh, yeah, she's a rock star. So that was very good. All right. I, those are good choices for the top. The one I laughed at most obviously, I think I should have asked my wife for, to, to <laughs> kind of rate these. I laughed out loud most obviously on the Pringles one. Don't worry. It happens to the best of us. It does? It happens to surgeons. Judges. Overruled. Airport Grand Crew. Game show contestants. Bermuda Triangle. Megan Trainor. Bowlers. It even happened to your little cousin Timmy. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't matter. <laughs> and he holds up the, the photo. It's, it's hilarious. And if he didn't see it, it's they get their hand stuck reaching in the Pringle can. And then they just have to live with that. And it was kind of funny. So that was not as uh, not as relatable maybe to some people as the other one that I thought was at the top of the list. The Binky Dad from Kia. I forgot the Binky. Tragic. Hashtag Binky Dad. OMG, guys. He forgot the Binky. Hey, it's Binky Dad. Hey, go away, go away. Our top story, a father has forgotten the binky, but he's capturing hearts. Binky Dad needs an escort. Time out for Binky Dad! Binky Dad, you're my hero. Okay. Binky. She only likes the blue one. <laughs> she only likes the blue one. <laughs> of course, she only likes the blue one. Every parent out there that has moved heaven and earth to try to do something for your unhappy kid who might be crying and then had the wrong solution to the problem could relate to that moment. So the ham and brie didn't do it for you. Oh, I like that. That was kind of weird. That was kind of <laughs> weird. It was kind of strange. Like, okay, wait a second there. And Pete Davidson just kind of like, he's everywhere. And why? Why is he everywhere? He was at the he was at the Pro Bowl judging. What what's he doing? Come, was it, why is he everywhere? Women love him and okay. men want to be like him. I, I don't suppose. know. Oh, the, but, so we're watching <laughs> these commercials and we're having a fun kind of waiting for the moment. But Zach, I think that if anybody else out there had this reaction, let us know. 312-644-6767. When Tubi came on in this fourth quarter, the second half. And all of a sudden, you think that you're watching the game, and then they have something go on, and you're watching something else, and what's happening to my app? Where's my remote? Did I sit on my remote? What's going on here? Because Tubi had a really good commercial. Welcome back to Super Bowl 57. So far, Greg, the game going like you expected? Yeah, and so far, these teams, they've really... (laughs) I was duped. Because, okay, 
I, I live like everybody could probably has the, their own version of this. We have Apple Plus, mm-hmm. and we have some other apps that I, you know, I, I don't know all the apps we have access to, but we can never figure out Apple Plus. Right. And every time we try to, we're having like two remotes and we're pointing it at the TV and we're like, wait, is it on your phone or is it on my phone? I don't know how to work that. And so I thought at some point that's what was happening. I'm hearing Greg Olson and I'm thinking, okay, Super Bowl. But then all of a sudden I'm seeing Tubi. What's this going on? I must have hit the wrong button. I, I was confused initially because I, I'm sitting there thinking, is this the first time that the announcers have changed in the middle of the game? Because <laughs> 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 Burkhart and Olsen, and by the way, they did a phenomenal job. Didn't you think so? Can't say enough about the great job that both of them did. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't have known that these guys were the number one team for one year. That's it. Tremendous job. Greg Olson was a step ahead every single play, it seemed like, and he had so many examples of the kind of insight that you want from somebody who's analyzing a big game in the booth. 100%. So that's why when I heard his voice, I thought, all right, we're back to football. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, wait. I've suddenly lost control of my television here. This is the worst possible time for the Wi-Fi to go out or whatever to happen, and I'm like, and, and I did have this momentary feeling of panic set in. Were they acting? Were they? You like that one? <laughs> that was funny. That was Steve the, Martin for the, uh, Pepsi Zero, Steve right? Martin just makes you laugh, period. He does. And now, I did have my, um, you know, tug at the heartstrings a little bit with the farmer's dog. Um, or wait, wait, no. It wasn't the farmer's dog one. That was, that was an emotional one, too. <laughs> but I think the one, the other, you said the, the pet in the Amazon delivery with the, there was mostly um, day in the life of the dog, and it's a kid's age, and then all of a sudden they think that they're gonna get this kennel delivered, and they think they're gonna put the dog in the kennel that can't, you know, control himself or herself, and they bring in another dog, <laughs> and they're like, yes, it's a two dog family. I love two dog families because if you have one, you want to give the other dog company. So that one was really, I, I related to that one too. That's all you want in a good commercial, right, Zach? You yeah, want there were a few that, that made you laugh. That. Yeah, you want to relate. Uh, you want something to, to hit you here in the heart. Or you want to laugh. You just want to laugh, yeah. right? You want to be entertained. And I, and I thought the game was entertaining from the national anthem on. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Well, you know, I, would, I, I felt like Nick Sirianni looked during the national anthem. It was definitely something I was invested in. It was as good of an anthem as you would want in a big moment like that. Chris Stapleton delivered. I took a screenshot of Sirianni crying, yeah. and I texted it to you, yes, and you I did. said, is this you right now? <laughs> yeah. Was, you know me, Zach. You know that I was into the whole Chris Stapleton thing, and I somebody asked me how long is this going to be, and I said, oh, about two minutes and two seconds. And you know what it was? It was two minutes and two seconds. Do I know my country music voices or not? I knew he wasn't going to linger. It wasn't a notice-me guy. He's not flashy. He's just solid. And every year, I don't want to say every year, but we often have the same reaction to the anthem. Boy, that was great. That's the best one since. Mm -hmm. That's the best one since. I think last night it was legit. Chris Stapleton was as good as as he needed to be under those circumstances. So uh, the anthem was great. The the game lived up to the billing, which is rare. So when that happens, you know, the, the top two teams in the NFL playing at the highest possible level, that's great. You have the greatest player in the NFL 
making big plays at the biggest moments of the game, which is great. Halftime was unbelievable. Just because knowing what we know, we didn't know this then. She at, was pregnant, right, Zach. Knowing she is pregnant. It, she she performed for 15 minutes on a stage that was in, in midair. And, and when you texted me, I forget what time it was, and you can you believe Riri was pregnant I when did. she did? And I go, how do you call her Riri? Who knew? Hold on. Hold on. You might want to check your texts. <laughs> you might want to check your contacts. My phone was hacked. No, that that was a great halftime show. And, it, and it, again, people were immediately like, that was the best since. And we forget the ones. And I don't think it was the best since Prince. That was, to me, the standard by which every other halftime show will be measured. The one that you watched with Tommy Harris. I didn't know about that little special moment. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we bonded. But that was as, again, all you want is the performance to live up to the hype. Well, you know how did. the last few years there have been special guests that have come in and made kind of cameo appearances during the halftime show? There's there's one headliner, and then there are others that kind of pop yeah, in. right. You didn't need any. Didn't need anybody. She was good enough solo. She was well. She had like 150 dancers who, you know, obviously that was their Rihanna moment. That's their Super Bowl. That was an experience they'll never forget. But I, it was all about Rihanna. She didn't need anybody else to help. She commanded the stage, and that was her moment to shine. And boy, did she ever! Didn't realize it had been so long since she had appeared publicly like that. But it had been a long time. It had been a long time because she just had. A, a child recently, right? I think last May, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So that's why, and and you were, you saw social social media, people were wondering, is she pregnant? Because we weren't sure at the time. The questions about her being pregnant exceeded how many questions there were about her lip syncing. Because <laughs> that was obvious, but the pregnancy wasn't so obvious. I think, right. The fact that she was lip syncing, she's not the first Super Bowl performer to do that. And while while that performance is going on, Mr. Miyagi's in the Chiefs locker room just kind of working on, on Patrick Mahomes' 45 ankle. 45 minutes, and he had time to heal. Andy Reid had time to plan. They came out in the second half, and they could not be stopped because they detected a flaw in the Eagle defense that I think was interesting to point out, and we can talk about that. And the second half adjustments are what changed the course of the Super Bowl. And you brought up something earlier because he's only been in the league as a starter for five years, right? right? I mean, do we now do we now include him among the the top five greatest quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League? Five years in, I will give you my answer when we come back because there's something else I want to point out in terms of that halftime adjustment and why it made Patrick Mahomes. The story in the second half. Zach is in for Mully. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Diddy, don't do jingle. I did not get a pain-killing shot, but uh, we, we did some stuff to get it ready to go for that second half. Welcome back. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Zach Zaidman in for Mully today. That was Patrick Mahomes talking about halftime. He didn't get a shot, he says. He didn't take medication, he says. You know what, though? He had 45 minutes. That's a long time. And he took advantage of that extended halftime period. And he came out in the second half and looked like somebody, yeah, compromised, but not impaired to the point where it affected his play. Never affected his play after the first half. He looked like he was in initially in that first half when he, he limped off to the sideline after 
the the ankle appeared to be twisted when uh, when he got tackled. He looked to be in more pain than he was initially after the injury was suffered against Jacksonville earlier in the playoffs, right? I right. mean, he looked bad. Yeah, he did. Well, because if you saw the replay, they didn't make as much of a deal on it during the broadcast as I thought they maybe should have. If I was going to be critical of one aspect of the analysis, which I thought the rest of the game we have been praising for good reason, that was the one play I thought they should have focused in on a little bit more because I thought that I saw his, his ankle was twisted in a way that aggravated what already was an injury you came into the game concerned about. But then as they showed the teams going into the tunnel, yeah, we, we saw the shot of Mahomes walking in, in the bowels of the stadium, in the tunnel, and he looked fine. So you thought, okay, you know, this, and, and his, his pain tolerance is through the roof, as we've learned. It, it is, and he's, again, the first Super Bowl that Patrick Mahomes was about his greatness. Last night, the second Super Bowl that he won, about his toughness. I think that is maybe a distinction without a difference, but when you talk about what you'll remember most, the first time they won, Zach, it was just because, wow, he can do that. Oh, my gosh, you know this new young quarterback, he's going to take the league by storm, and it was about his emergence as a superstar. Last night, it was like, can you believe that he persevered and played as well as he did on one leg? Well, that was his flu game. Prior to last night, the signature moment of Mahomes' greatness was the Wasp play, right, a- against San Francisco in the Super Bowl. But it-, it wasn't necessarily the throw that's the signature moment. It, it was the conversation with Enemy during the stoppage in play when he's like, can we run that play? And then Enemy goes to read, and they're, sure. they're discussing, right? Yeah, it's a good memory. But, yeah. but then we finally had a video to match the toughness and it not just in this game with the 26 yard scramble but he also clinched the AFC championship game with his legs he did and that's why I think you 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 look at his great arm talent and everybody talks about that but then you see when we talked about the pick six what was my most memorable play from Super Bowl 57 it's going to be that 26 yard run because nobody thought he could run 26 yards Nobody thought he could get out of the pocket. And there he is using his 4-8 speed that he kidded himself about postgame, but he's getting the open field, and he is getting the first down and then some. It's just the whole menu of ways he can beat you. That's a good, that's a good word. You know, he, he's there, got, there is a menu, and it's all you can eat. It's a smorgasbord of talent. Uh, yes, it, it's, it's the underhand shovel tosses. It's, oh. it's Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, all different ways. It's, also, it, it helps having a coach that can scheme ways – and scheme guys open as much as Andy Reid did. And I want to make this point real quick. Mm-hmm. There were the two touchdowns in the second half that both were similar in one way. I think there were different ends of the field, but they both were touchdown passes to wide-open receivers who had nobody around them. How did that happen? I think in both cases they were motion. And again, not, not having the luxury of, of having to watch it again because we're getting ready to come in here and talk about it, but I want to watch it again because – However, and whatever stood out to the Chiefs coaching staff, they found a way to isolate the Eagles in man coverage. And when you run motion with man coverage, they did a great job of pointing this out. If you're a defender in man coverage, you're worried about getting through the traffic and making sure that you're not beaten to the flat in the opposite side of the field. But when that guy's hell-bent on getting there, the reverse field, there's no one to defend him. And there was nobody there. 
you're 100% right. It, it's it's because, remember, the, the whole lead up to the Super Bowl is, how in the world does Travis Kelsey always get open? Why is he uncovered in so many instances? So, and, and I'm sure when they were game planning with Vic Fangio, the Eagles, one of the things that they were going to take make anyone else beat us. Well, Andy Reid's not an idiot. This no, he's is, not. This, this is why he's... That, that's that's right. the point, is that they use the same look at opposite ends, and I again, I think different receivers, but they got him in the same, whatever it was at the line of scrimmage, they knew that if they got him in that defense, they would go to man coverage or check into man coverage right. based on that formation. Correct. Get into that formation, run the motion, go the opposite way, boom. Nobody's going to be able to cover that. Nobody did. That's 14 points in a game decided by three. That's an impact. Yeah, to who? Who are we talking about that's getting the ball? Right? Tony uh, on one play, and then you're talking about Sky Moore on the other. It's yes. not like you're talking about the best of the best on that team. And that is the resourcefulness that makes Kansas That's City how you so develop receivers. That's how you, that's how you get guys to reach that next level. You scheme them open, you give them confidence, and you give them opportunities to, to reward your faith in them. With greatness at the quarterback position because the, the other thing is this is what makes Mahomes to me as special as anybody you often hear you got to take the quarterback you, you got to change the launch point right with the quarterback get him uncomfortable there is no area on the field where Patrick Mahomes is uncomfortable or can't make a, That's play. a great point you can't really scheme away or harass him into making a mistake because there's no situation that seems foreign to him there's no there's no spot that you're going to put him in and we backed him into a corner because he gets rid of the football at so many different arm angles so many different ways he's off balance and he still delivers it's like every pass is the prototypical plant throw release but it's not correct and and you can you can see that there is there's another level that Mahomes can continue to reach and I, I bring that up because when you flip it around to Philadelphia, David, how do the Eagles get better? How, how do you bounce back from that? You can't just say, well, they're so talented, they'll, they'll find a way. You can't do much more than the Eagles did, and, and they lost right at the tail well, end. Well, I think Philadelphia sports fans typically wake up in a bad mood, it seems. I mean, they booed Dak Prescott last night, the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Who does that? He is Unless a you're a he is what? He is a cowboy. It doesn't matter. Give him credit for winning an honor that is one of the most prestigious you could win as a professional football player. And so what, the point is, Eagles fans already have a ne- sour disposition. They boot Santa Claus. Imagine now waking up, having a team that you felt like was generationally good, mm-hmm. one for the ages, and you lost, and you're second best. Now you've got to come back from that? Good luck. Good luck with that. Also want to get your thoughts as we tease. Patrick Mahomes, where does he rank on your all-time list of NFL quarterbacks? When we come back, it's Mully and Haw, Zach Zaidman in for Mully. We're talking Super Bowl. Let us know what you think. 312-644-6767. We'll get your calls. We'll get to it all at Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.